The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Show number 292 on this April 6th, Good Friday Eve. 2023 uh no brought to you by caldera lab and calderalab.com use promo code 1420 lab for 20 percent off uh men's facial skin or skin products or whatever it is to keep that youthful exuberance back in your face and or back or keep up on or whatever it might be dave it is the long weekends upon us you, you ever before we get into a little bit here like you there's days like you you have days and I have days. We not not bad days, but not as good days, right? The older you get, the less bad days you have. Is there a uh, uh, some music you put in your ears sometimes when you just need to a little uh, cheer up and you go for a walk or you take the dog out for a walk or whatever? Is, is there somebody you put in your ears and you know it's going to make things a little bit better? Uh you know what? There is there's a couple uh, playlists I do have that I do put in there. But it's it's really not for a cheer up. I find myself a bit of a morose motherfucker some days, and nothing's going to cheer me up. And then that's when I listen to uh, different podcasts, and I hope that brings me around. And I have different podcasts that are a little bit more enlightening to another. But you know what? The podcast when I'm kind of on the mood and I need to put a smile on my face, Boogie Nights. It starts off with you got the best of my love, and I fucking love that old, good old Motown bopping, get my little booty wiggling, and and then I'm I'm a little bit more fine. So best of my love. I love that song. That's a decent two. Yeah, like I wasn't having a bad day, but just a day where you're a little like, fuck me and this and that. You know, you you have those like, fuck and just and thoughts and negative things and every time for me no matter what if i put on huey lewis and new sports i'm good it just it just lightens my spirits no matter what and it's been that way man that that album's been around for jesus we're getting old day that album's been around for 39 years and i, I don't think that one's ever ever failed me i believe it you know and huey lewis i love it as well um it's not on sports, but do you believe in love? Like oh. uh, that one puts a spring in my yeah, that was it. That was because uh, I do believe sports. in love. That was eighty. That... that was in eighty-two before sports came over. Yeah, that's yeah. a great tune, man. There's uh, I, I've seen Huey a few times uh, over the years, and uh, I, like I, I'll go again every time. But he does a acapella version of that song. It is so good. Like he doesn't. Oh, it's so jazzed up and so good. Hugh Lewis, the news to me is he's he's the man. The, yeah, nobody ever ever turns off a Huey Lewis song. If they do, they're lying to themselves. They're wrong. You know, or you're under the age of thirty. Like you know, I I will no, give man. youth these things, but you know, just figure it out, brother. This is what this is what. It's not groundbreaking music. It's not revolutionary music. 
It's just music the way to it's just music to be enjoyed. What I like about it most about Huey Lewis is you can just turn it off a little, like not the music, obviously, but you can turn your brain off and just be entertained. It's not deep, it's just you tap your toe, you know the words, you sing along, it's good. Like I love it. I absolutely one hundred percent adore it. And I've said it like and you've heard me say it, like every song on the planet falls in one of two categories. Either it's a toe tapper or it isn't. Yeah, and here we don't have many not that not toe tappers, man. They're He's toe so tappers. Good. He's so good. Anyways, Put it Dave, all for my baby. He's a little laughing, but <laughs> I, I like that one too, man. Like it's, uh, of course no, you it's, do. There, there, there isn't there isn't many. I I don't uh, turn up to eleven when it comes when like when uh, when no one's around the the world headquarters here. There, uh, when I turn it up to eleven, people know what's going on. Maybe I'm having. Do you believe in day, love? But... I've sang that one really hard out of tune because it's hard to sing loud in tune. The uh, the one like you know, you hear those uh, going longer than I thought it was. Wait, this is fine. Uh, you see, sometimes is there a song that you could sing for a million bucks or a gun to your head and get every every lyric right? Mine is if this is it, Huey Lewis and News. I would I would get all the ooh wops, everything right, one hundred percent with if this is it, Huey Lewis News. That I one's had, mine. That, I that's thought yours was just a gigolo. I, I that one's I can do that two. one too, but I got two. See, the, the, I, I'm tough. I don't have many. Like it might have to be like um, you know what? This is gonna sound ridiculous. Um, I would die for you by Prince. Well, he only says that over and over, doesn't he? You asked and answered, brother. <laughs> I can't remember last time I heard that song, but I'm just thinking I would I'm not die brother. for I'm Oh, there is different friend. words. Yeah, you're right. I am something that you'll never comprehend. <laughs> no need to worry. Okay, well, no that's enough of that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Masters opened up today down in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, not without the controversy or fake controversy, or whatever it might be. The Live guys or the Live Golf Tour guys were. Uh, it's been a. Uh, it's been a. Uh, unmitigated disaster to say the least ratings wise the live tour has been nobody watches you can't know you don't know what channel it's on i saw it was on the the, the cwb is it network. on peach tree or something like CWB that cwb network there's a cb network i think CW YouTube network, whatever it was off. youtube yeah. had it for a little bit and youtube said fuck off so the saudi the tour with with greg norman and uh, phil mickelson at the helm of that thing it hasn't gone very well the players have all got paid an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, some guys are kind of, kind of, sort of looking to get out of their contracts. Uh, but they, they're at Augusta, Georgia this week at the Masters, which is a tradition unto itself. And that, that, and not, it's a non-PGA event. It's non-PGA so event, what, which, yeah. which which the majors are. It, it, uh, the, 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 I There's like a lot the, to unpack. I like the Masters a lot, I, but I think they're a little stuffy. But that's just my opinion. But uh, there there was a leading up to the Masters this week, starting on Monday, the live guys, the par three thing was yesterday. Uh, the live guy showed up and Greg Norman was saying a bunch of stuff. He wasn't invited to this and that and, and, and the other to the, the tournament. He's got to basically pay to get on the grounds. Mickelson's there as a player and he's the base of the head haunch, not the head honcho, but the, the poster boy for the live tour. And he's uh, allegedly or apparently not doing so good physically or mentally. There's some, some reports of him not looking so good. Um, Dave, was this a, a media fabricated uh, feud prior to the masters that they were hoping for something to go bad. And it's only day one and Kepka, he's a, a live guy. He's, a, he's a tied for first place, but was this more of a media fabricated feud between the PGA tour and, and the, uh, the live guys to, to hope that, that, that to hope that something would go wrong. 
Um, you know, when we say media fabrication, um, I, I understand that different media outlets are, are looking for clicks and doing for different things. But when you report the story, like uh, the bad blood between Rory and Tiger and anybody live is real. Tiger, Tiger gave a State of the Union address about four or five months ago. Um, Rory spoke out pretty nasty about live guys. And, and then like he had a, he big leagued uh, Patrick Reed at that uh, golf tournament in Dubai, UAE. I don't know where, but like a golf tournament where they both were at. So I think the majority of the players could not give a fuck. You get paid. We're all here playing golf, trying to make a living. I understand what you did. I'm not worried about it, but uh, like, like Rory and Tiger clearly have, have beef with these guys that that dare to to sully the league that they've made their living for and and became worldwide names. So, you know, the media is like it depends what you read and how much you want to read into it. Everybody has their own echo chambers that they 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 can go into if they so wish. But I myself, I think there's legitimate beef between some players on both sides. And uh, I'm I'm happy I'm happy for the Masters every year. I think it's gonna the the only one that the only organization that really wins from all this is the Masters, and it's the one tournament where they don't give a fuck. Well, they, we that, that, we that's want. the thing. Like, it, 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 Liv had 18 guys uh, to start today. Kevin Nossi, he uh, he was the the he 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 backed out after the. Uh, after the front nine, he was playing Mike Weir today. He called her good for an injury. After but he was, four over. Yeah. But he was also four over. So maybe that's why if, if he was four under and he would have he probably fought he through an injury. Found a way to suck it up. But yeah. that's the thing. These guys always have so much money. They, it, it doesn't matter anymore, right? To make the it's cut. It's not about money. Cut, it doesn't even matter that for, for, for that, but for, for just Kevin Nahn, these live guys. But it, it, it was, it's interesting to see. Like we have, yeah, you have Kepka there and the live thing. And I, I, I think that the the uh, the media was pushing a little bit more than they had to, and I bit a little bit, and I got into a deep dive, and I we were talking, I was talking to a friend of the show, uh, Moose Hildebrand, a lot yesterday about this, and he goes, I hope this doesn't become a thing because it's the Masters and it's the big one, it, it's determined everybody, it's the kickoff to spring, it's one that everybody knows what what goes on and the holes and everything else, and it's a and it's a tradition unlike any other, which is fuck, that's a, it's 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 a bit nauseating to me, but. Um, but, but he it's true, yeah. But he said that he said that he hopes it doesn't overtake anything. But I think with with golf, and it doesn't matter um, what who you're playing or what you're doing, there is still some tradition there, right? And golfers who get to that level of golf, they know what the tradition is. And no matter what, if they're on Live or PGA or the Buy.com Tour, or the Hooters Tour, or whatever it might be. Um, the, what's the other one? Doesn't matter what the other one is. I can't remember. But the the, the Corn Ferry Tour. But if you care <laughs> about golf, you're not going to walk onto Augusta and and cause a ruckus. Like and and the younger guys aren't. There there is a problem with with Greg Norman and because uh, Greg Norman took he sold his soul not to the devil but to to, to the Saudis and. I think that Phil Mickelson actually sold his soul to the devil. He needed $250 million, not now, but right now. And so that's why there is that, that bit of a, uh, uh, a bone of contention between live and between, and the, um, 
and the PGA Tour, and because because uh, Norman was saying that if if one of the Live Tour players wins, we're going to be celebrating on the the 18th green, uh, all of us together. And I don't think that that's going to happen because I don't think that Augusta will let it happen because you know what, this is us. We're bigger than we're bigger than the PGA Tour. Because Augusta is Augusta is the one term that everybody knows, and so for for Greg Norman to be saying this, he's I think he's getting some pressure to say this because he made a pretty penny on the PGA Tour, and I think there's some behind the scenes shit that uh, we can speculate on because it's, it's a podcast, and that's what we what, that's what we do best is speculate. It seems like these guys who are forced to be live guys, they're live guys through and through. Where the rest of them, like I got paid, I don't give a fuck. Well, no one's forced to be a live guy, right? Like at the end of the day, they signed on the line that is dotted. No, I'm saying and, Norman and, and Mickelson. Oh, like oh, the money no, like, was there, and Mickelson took money. Like he needed two fifty right now, not now, well, but right now. Well, and also too, right? He he got caught in that in, caught in the interview talking to a jur- journalist, and the journalist reports what he said, and he's like, "I thought we were off the record." I and that 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 reporter was like, "It's a fucking interview." It's not off the record. Of course, I'm going to report yeah. what you said, you fucking moron. And then it turned out with his gambling debts and this and that. And then he was like, he became persona non grata on the PGA Tour. So like, it was either be a pariah in uh, on the PGA and not win too many purses anymore, or or get 200 million from the Saudis. And then and he he chose that. So I don't know how happy he is, and I don't give a fuck. I've never well, I don't. A, I don't either. But just, but, and I've never been a hefty fan either. Like, I, I like because I, I golf left. That's the only reason why I do. I think I don't know. I, I maybe I, not anti-Tiger, but he was a a, a a rival with Tiger, so it was always you cheer for the underdog a little bit when it came came back to that. But uh, it's it's it, it, apparently it was a bad scene that he's a very uh, um, gregarious character, and he, at the Champions Dinner the other night, he was very to himself. He doesn't look physically physically well, apparently. Uh, on multiple reports and different things I listened to, different things I, I, I read, that Phil's not in a good spot right now, and it's too bad because, and he, I mean, you do it to yourself, and you get two hundred fifty million bucks, and if if you're still miserable, then there's there's much 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 more deeper ingrained thing going on in your life. Uh, I think what put this whole thing to rest, Dave, was earlier on today. Uh, Harold Varner the third. He was a little outspoken against, not against Lib, but he wasn't saying. And who is that guy? Harold Varner the third. He's a golfer and, for for the okay. Live Tour, and he okay. and he basically said uh, we all went Live Tour for money, and that's the only reason why we went. It sets my family's family up. It sets their kids up. On and on. I got paid a lot of money. That's why I went. And and he said to a man, that's why all of them went. And for for and and so it kind of I, I think by I, one of the golfers actually making a statement like this, saying, "Yeah, we went for the money. It put live to re- it, it put the 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 uh, the quasi feud to rest, and now we can just focus on the golf for the weekend." Yeah, well, you know, what? it makes it ma- it makes sense if you get X number of dollars, and then like I think we did touch on it one episode. Like, so if you sign a two hundred million dollar contract for live. And then you win four tournaments that are five million dollars a piece. Like you don't get that five million. That's part of your two hundred million. You have to win tournaments to exceed the signing bonus. But nonetheless, it's still two hundred million. You're not making two hundred million plus. You already got two hundred million, and you're flying on the that charter jet that is just it's fucking as he's from nineteen fucking ninety eight. Oh my that. god, that's a bit of a dream that that like be able to fly like that. And then you know what? 
he can't get out because then you got to pay all this money back and, and they don't want to do that. But that that's on you. That's a business decision you make. And so I'm not going to feel bad for anybody. How am I supposed to feel bad for anyone that just signed a I don't. 100? Yeah. You know, like you made your bed and you lie on it. And, and, if, and if the fans of the PGA and the other golfers want to be pissy with you, then you deal with it because that's a business choice that you made. You stand by it. And then you just let, let, and, and that's let, what I'm getting at, Dave. Is that I, I don't think the average fan gives a fuck who wins, right? Like it, 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 it doesn't matter a whole bunch. Like no one's going, no, if, if Brooks Kepka can fly throughout this weekend, I don't think you're going to have a people, you're going to have a person on the 18th green waving a, a, a live golf fan or, or, or flag or a PGA flag. That doesn't happen. It doesn't matter to, to it, it does not matter to the golf fan who wins. They want to see a good, good golf and have it on have it going on they want to see a good tournament and, and be and enjoy themselves and have some drama going going around around the turn on on 18 uh if, like if, let's just say if an amateur w- was was going to win it he's not associated with either so no one's cheering for that guy i think it was a media fabricated ordeal that did that didn't have to happen and it's like it, it's like if a guy came out of the fucking uh XFL and played the, the Super Bowl for whatever team and caught a touchdown. No one gives a fuck. Their team won. It doesn't matter. See, and I disagree with the media fabricating. The re- the media is just reporting the stories, and and if you keep on reading the same stories and saying there's a rift, there's a rift, there's a rift by four different four different golf journalists that are reporting on the exact same thing. So you're reading the exact same story four different times from four different outlets. That doesn't mean it's media fabricated. That means every media outlet is reporting the exact same story. But so, golf's different than the fact that it's just it's just singular guys not liking each other. It's not teams not liking each other, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and and I and I get that. But then at the end of the day, it's just like you 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 read the article and make your own choice. Just because you're reading this, I don't think there's any fabrication. I think there's actual bad blood between players there. I I really do. You ask like Rory McIlroy, uh, Tiger Woods, um. There's but it, but it seems but it seems to be guys like Brooks Kepka who's a bit of a nozzle and that Deshambo who's a bit of a nozzle going through there like he was a, those guys were dickheads when they were when they were on. They tour, were nozzles right? on the PGA, right? right? And, and then a guy like Dustin Johnson, he just he he just got paid because he didn't want to play as much golf, but he wanted to get paid. So and, yeah. and no, and he's not fighting with anybody. So like th- those those arguments might have been happening prior to them leaving for, to live. Like no no one likes Deshambo or or Kepka when they were on the tour. Nobody ever had a bad bad thing to say about Dustin Johnson. Well, they also probably liked having Paulina around to look at a little bit too. But one of those deals. I I don't know. It just seems to be a bit. They're making may, maybe these guys didn't like those guys. Not it's, the rest it, of it. It's it is kind of funny. Be like the amount of d bags on the live tour: Patrick Reed, Deshambo, mm-hmm. Kepka, uh, uh, DJ to a to a to an. Extent. He's more of just a bumpkin. Didn't give a fuck, right? <laughs> and Sergio Garcia. Yep. So guys that were just dickheads, they said, "Well, here's two fifty. No one likes you anyways. Come come play golf over here." Big names who never got along with everybody else. So maybe that's just it. Yeah. So okay. maybe well, so maybe those the, the, that that anger was already there. Now it's just not now we have we have a, a a World Wrestling Federation good guy bad guy situation of all heels. Like we'll just right? take heel, all the heels and heels and, and baby faces. Yeah. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe we just solved that problem here in the four, 1420 podcast. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know either, but like, you know, like uh, we're asking for predictions. Like the one thing I just fucking want so bad, I would love Rory McIlroy and Pat Reed to be together for uh, a... Reed's season. a bit of a known cheater, isn't he? He's a cheater. He's a fucking, like, I don't, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't follow golf a ton, but just Patrick, just, just, just Wikipedia Patrick Reed. The, he uh, is a lot. Let's he get into the golf and the things. We beat this live thing, and we we know we know enough about it to be dangerous. I think we kind of nailed it there a little bit. That the dickheads who don't like each other are the dickheads that don't like any. That, that didn't weren't, get that along. Like that anyways. weren't accepted. Yeah. So I think we just solved that problem that here in fourteen twenty world headquarters on a uh, Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of the show because fucking send us your nozzles. Good Friday. Good nerves. Friday yeah. makes me crazy a year in year out. I think we talked about last year and the year before, actually. But anyways, you the, get a little uh, nervous when Jesus is gonna die, do you? I don't because I don't understand how when what? a person gets nailed to the cross, we don't understand what day that was. But when a, a person's with well, we'll get into that in a second here. But uh year year in, year out, and it's been happening forever, Dave. And fuck. And the other night we did the role play with uh Rendon and the uh the uh GM of the of the Anaheim Angels, where there was a situation there in Oakland, and I, I kind of want to do a bit of a, a role play here with uh, I with, love role uh, plays with a fan calling into uh, Golf World Headquarters, Augusta National PGA, whatever it might be. I don't know who who the governing body of is. We'll call we'll say the Augusta people are because it's their own tournament, and the Masters is their own their own beast. There's no doubt about that. But no matter what, there's people who always call in for rules violations and they text and they get on the Twitter machine and everything else. Dave, I want you to be fan calling in and I will be Jake winners, the head of marshals at uh, Augusta national. And then, so you told me we were going to be talking about this, but there's, there were, there was two, like uh, there was, there was one with uh, Kepka's caddy and there was one with uh, Morikawa. Morikawa. Which one are we doing? Uh, whatever one we can do both if you want we can mix them up whatever you make it work you're you're calling me and i'm and i I, i'll respond okay um okay all right ring ring hello Uh, augusta national here augusta national marshall's booth who who am i speaking to please um this is 1420 dave um i'm watching your coverage your your excellent coverage of the masters today and um i'm just wondering what's going to Happen with the the caddy communication on eighteen, uh, sorry, on the fifteenth hole between Kepka's caddy and the other caddy. Uh, Mister Fourteen Twenty Dave, I thank you very much for calling uh, Augusta National, and we're we're very we're, we're well aware of the situation that did occur on on the fifteenth hole, and then we we do have marshals out on the course who were very aware of the situation. We have high definition cameras, plus we do have people who are right beside the golfers um what did you see that maybe that we didn't so maybe we can pass it on to our to our esteemed qualified uh marshals that have been on the course and then they've they've been to augusta national for over 30 years now well what i saw was that uh captain's caddy stayed behind and then he yelled at the caddy behind him five as in he hit a five hour iron. And you know, from 
from from my from my basement, I can see that that is an infraction of Rule 1028 that the rule states during a round a player may not give advice to anyone in the competition who is playing the same course. Well, so Mr. 1420, I, 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 would, I would like to know what kind of penalty you're going to give Brett that that live golfer Kepka and his caddy for giving advice to the group playing behind them. Well, Mr. 1420, Dave, I, we're, we're very happy that you took time out of your very busy day to inform us here at Augusta National. We've been doing I'm not this busy. For- I'm not busy. For, for, uh, well, I, I kind of assumed that actually you weren't very busy. So we're very happy uh, you took time out of your busy day to contact us and call us from your mother's basement to, to, to see this. And we're very happy that you that you saw that. We did address that on, on the golf course and that the, the golfer did have the five iron in his hand anyways. And he was going to hit a five anyways. And really, what's it to you that you give a fuck that much? Thank you very much for your time. We will talk to you again, Mr. 1420 Dave. Tomorrow morning, I'm very sure when you find another rules violation that may, means absolutely nothing to the winner or loser of this golf tournament. Well, thank you for addressing my question. I'm very disappointed that you didn't take my very important opinion very importantly. I don't like being dismissed, and I will never golf at Augusta National again. You Mr. just lost yourself a customer. Mr. 1420, Dave, I'm very sorry that you will not be buying a hat until tomorrow when you call again, and you will not be watching this ever again until tomorrow again. I'm very I'm very apologetic for us not, not addressing your concern at this moment, but like I said, we have people who do this for a living that go- actually golf. Uh, thank you very much, 1420, Dave, for your concern, and I, I, I know tomorrow you'll be watching anyways. Thank you very much. Goodbye. What What's your supervisor? I want to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> it's so fucked. It is so <laughs> fucked that people take time out of their days and they think they know the rules. I, I cannot think of another sport that this could actually even happen or occur that these these phone calls, because these phone calls used to happen on a regular basis. And like, like what do you give a like this? And this is way before sports betting. Like sports people- forever. Sports but but now that it's even it's, it's very prevalent. It was way worse back five ten years ago. These guys were making calls, and and then PGA was like, "Oh yeah, that, we missed that." What the fuck is going on? It's who knows? Who knows the rules that well? Like honestly, unless you're a touring pro, I don't even know if the touring pro knows the rules that well. Like maybe you're. Um, but what do you care? Like what, what horse do you have in the fucking race that you care yeah. that much to, to fucking call Augusta National on a fucking Thursday afternoon because Colin Morikawa didn't address his ball properly on a putt? What's it matter to you, man? This isn't, you know, and, and, and like shit like that that gets called in. Like these, these players aren't... <sighs> They're not intentionally cheating. Like maybe, maybe they've made a mistake or something like that. Like that's that's it. Like just, I think ninety nine times out of one hundred, that, that's right. There might be odd guy like Patrick, like that Reed character that that cheats on 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 a. There he has the uh, the pants with a hole in the pocket, and he can drop one in the woods and found it. One of those guys, but the rest were like. I just put my ball down in the same place, but there was a bug there, so I put it over it a little bit differently. Who fucking cares? Like, 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 even like, I've seen it. Like, I for the like the four rounds of golf I do a year, I've seen like people put like the ball, the the ball like on the on the putting green on the other side, and you know, and then me myself, I could give a fuck when I 
when my uh, ball lines in a divot and stuff like that, I pick it up and throw it over to the side. I'm not going to hit out of a divot. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible golfer. When my ball goes in the rough, I put it in a better spot. Exactly. Like, just just be happy. I'm not putting it on the team every fucking time. They're probably the same golfers that me and you are. Well, I'm not. Oh, goodness. No, they're they're such fucking assholes. They're jealous. Or they're such assholes on the golf course. They golf by themselves because they call rules on their fucking buddies. Exactly. off. Yep. Put it in. Put it in, no gimmies, right? Like, you know. Play to the You know, pull the pin. No, no, no. Just go jam I, I, your I, hat. You, like, let's 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 compare it to say if there was a major league major league baseball, there's a there's a, a call it fucking at uh, uh, uh replay call at first base. It's a, it's a banger. Umpire said this, so they they challenge it. Is some asshole calling fucking world headquarters in fucking New York City to get that call overturned? Well, here's what I saw. Fuck off. Fuck off. Well, there's no phone there. Like it's just like, what do you get up? Like we got we got we. You know, yeah. And, and then, can, let's, and and then are you are you going to the office on Monday morning saying, "Oh, I changed the masters." No, you didn't. Yeah. Fuck you. Who are you going to brag to? Like, like a, how did you know that? And b, why did you care? And like, how did you get that fucking phone number? Thank you. Like, it's it's just like one eight hundred masters. One eight hundred. Go fuck your hat. It's unbelievable that people fucking unbelievable. Think- and then again, what do you care? Like, what do you care? What if that was your favorite golfer? So, so honestly, like, like, say you saw a massive rules violation that got that 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 got. Do you not happened. think that these fucking marshals are gonna not gonna see that? Jesus Christ. Right, they they are aware, you know, and the, and the simple fact. I wonder how that story leads because maybe the asshole in the basement, the 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 failed golfer who is now uh, driving the the tractor around ball collecting at at a at a, at a range, <laughs> the driving range, watching on his phone. It's a job. Like, oh, yeah, it's a job, and and good for you. You're still involved in the game. But now, like as you're watching on your iPhone while you're while you're driving your ball collector tractor, and balls are digging off that fucking cage, I'd not actually kind of like to drive that thing one time and and get hit by the balls once in a while. I would drive head head in, head in, straight okay? <laughs> into those fucking yeah. golfers. Give it to then, you. I want to see and it. Then freak them out a little bit. And then the golfers <laughs> on the like down at uh, the kind of down man. here. Yeah. Right, start just driving right into the fucking the the head of the monster where they're just naming golf balls at you, and I'm not turning. And just the, the looks on their eyes at eight in the morning on a Saturday. Kind of tight, the, yeah. Eight in the morning on a Saturday, they're hitting. They're, they're <laughs> before they go watch the Masters. Go, well, I couldn't get a tee time, so I thought I'd go hit a few today. Fuck <laughs> off! Like I like I like playing golf a lot. Like actually, you know what? I love playing golf, but golf guy's the worst. Golf guy oh, is he's geez. the worst. He's not as bad as soft softball guy, but he's he's a golf guy's pretty obnoxious. There's a lot of golf guys out there, right? Like because golf, there's always something to blame. You can blame your lie, you can blame the club, you can blame the wind. The costume, like, there's always blah, blah, something to blame, blah. right? So Hit like the- so this asshole that like you know if I wouldn't have got called by the rules well you know that's you know this tournament golf there's no gimmies asshole just because you missed that tap and isn't my yeah, fault. when I I read that tonight about the Kepka thing about he said five 
Okay, or, or they were going for dinner at five o'clock. I don't, I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Doesn't matter. Just shut. If up. and that's the fucked up thing, David. We'll get off this in, in half a second. Why that's even a rule? Why a caddy can't tell another caddy, "Hey, he hit a five iron." So, are you assuming that they had the same body makeup, the same strength, the same fucking swing pattern? Blah blah blah, whatever it may be. Who gives a fuck? What did he hit? Five. I actually All get right. it as a. I actually get it as a rule because, like, everybody's in an individual competition, and you have to uh, make your own mind. But what if what a golfer club. told a golfer? Because the way that that rule is, is it, worded, it said no. Because then, like, what the, way if, that, the way that rule, like, if if two guys are on the 18th hole going down the fucking last hole, and, and it, it, let's say if Brooks Kepka is playing fucking Tiger Woods on 18 at Augusta on a Sunday afternoon to win the fucking green jacket, if Brooks Kepka goes to Tiger, hey, what do you hit there, man? Five. All right. Who cares? I'm just reading the. I'm just reading the rule. It's a stupid it? fucking rule. No, I, well, no. Here, here's why I think it it has relevance. Because what if you have a buddy and someone you don't like? Like, so what if what if you and I are playing and then Patrick, five, but I hit a four, and then four, Patrick Reed, six, I, you, like, so you and I can share okay, information. I, I, I get but, the game, but we're not gonna, but we're not gonna share that information with. But if, Patrick but if you're taking, but if you're taking somebody's word for what for like if if you're gauging something at that point, these guys are fucking professionals. When no, and, they're, and I when I they're two twelve out, they're not taking what fucking buddies caddy's saying. And they're I, on the I goddamn tour for fuck's sake. It's they're on the like tour. They have the they have the book, River Ridge. Blah, yeah. blah, everything else. You bet. They have the jackasses and the fucking the, the patrons. They're not they're not fans, they're patrons at Augusta. Whatever. They have those jackasses with their fucking rangefinders mm-hmm. on. They're telling people what the distance are, which is weird to me, but mm-hmm. it's the, the, I I like the masters. I just think it's it's a bit it's a bit much. It's a it's it's opening day for baseball guys. For four, well, for six days, it's just like fuck. I love this. the Masters, and the Masters is the best. I really do because oh, it's the great. Masters, but it's just the like, Masters fuck. is literally above the fray. They make their own rules. Yeah, they're 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 not in the PGA. I I read it actually a couple articles on it about they make they're they're leaving like two hundred million dollars a year on the table because they want to do it their way. And well, with the, the concessions, I've, I've been told are so like a yeah. dollar and a half for a pop, and it's for a beer, or whatever it is, and t-shirts are still ten bucks, and whatever it is, like it's just the. Yeah, but the but the gift shop makes a million dollars a minute during this weekend, oh, and geez. and and they're leaving money on the table. They're, they're because they they give they give CBS the thing like we're not going to charge you a penny, but we but we'll, we'll make money. Yeah. Yeah. And like so, they. No, have I, I don't dislike masters. the Masters at all. I I, I don't. Like, I, I know. I know. I, I know. I've worded that improperly tonight, but like I, I don't dislike the Masters. I just think at, at times it's a bit, it's a bit lofty. And I think if you ask any golfer, what if you could golf any course on the planet, it would be Augusta, right? Because it's it's so elite, it's so rare, and like like outsiders don't get to play like i know people i know i know many people i've know i know five people that have golfed um st andrews the british the british open the granddaddy and blah 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 so i was listening to a show yesterday and uh i know and they were talking about guys who played augusta it's beautiful absolutely beautiful but um it's it's a golf course 
And then they're saying like it's they they're like yeah it's hollow grounds and everything else but they say it's a golf course that the, there's the the views aren't great but the you 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 see it all from TV and everything it's one of those things that it's 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 not they're playing from forward tees and it's more of a it's better on as a spectator not a golfer to play you know like does that make any sense I bet one of I those things. like like to me like I'm not a I'm I'm not a, a very good golfer by any means I think I'm more of a I'd rather play Pebble Beach than than Augusta that's just me the views and the things and stuff and I I I, I I'm more of a, a West Coast guy I guess who cares it doesn't I think matter. yeah I think if you ask any golfer I think they would to a to a person uh, yeah say Augusta. Dave, this weekend, team. please, when you're down in Montana, watching the uh, the Masters either on Saturday or Sunday. If please, I go to Monday, it's supposed to piss all weekend piss, there. It's supposed to piss yeah. hard, but they'll find a way to get it done on Sunday afternoon. Somehow, Augusta, the the, the skies will clear up. Put a just, tarp. Yeah. They'll figure a way, and uh, one of those things. Please do not call in a rules, rules violation from the Bulldog Saloon on Sunday afternoon. I'll tweet it. I'll just tweet it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wouldn't know a golf violation if I saw it, unless the guy actually kicked oh, his ball out of the pine straw. Even then, is he is he is it going to go go by quicker? Good enough. Fuck what? Why do you think cares? you think if the TV cameras ca- catches the guy giving something a foot wedge, wedge I'm going to be the first guy to call to call that out. No, I, I would hope not. Anyways. Uh, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Mirror Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This uh, segment brought to you by Caldera Labs and calderalabs.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at caldera.com and get yourself 20% off their men's skincare products today. Uh, get that youthful exuberance back into your uh, mug at calderalabs.com. What I do want to say before we do sign off, I would love a live guy to win this tournament. I want a live guy to win this tournament because then we have drama for the entire PGA season. Yeah. Won't let us play. They're scared as they're scared of us. So, but so I don't I, think the play, I, I think it's like three or four guys in the media machine on both sides. They, they it's not like, like I get it. No, but that's like when fine. they left, but they're then, like, all right, they left. And it, and it just feeds the machine. Like Rory, Rory McIlroy is going to be butthurt. Tiger's it's, going to be butthurt. It's more. It's. I, I think. I think this is all fuck. I think there's something deep ingrained in fucking George uh, Greg Norman's fucking head. I almost said George Foreman, but Greg Norman's head in comparison. Then there's something in in Mickelson's head. I think that. I think there's something way deeper than we'll than we'll ever know what's going on there because. The uh, the players, I don't think care a whole bunch. Yes, there are some butthurt guys, but like we said earlier, it's butthurt guys that didn't like each other, anyways. Right. Right. So yeah. I I, so, I think this, I think this is a Greg Norman fucking fabricated thing. He's being told by by somebody with a lot of money to make this a rivalry. You know what Greg Norman doesn't have a green jacket. Otherwise, he'd be teeing off today. The great white shark. That's all the he great has. White shark. What eh? was that like on, on, could... on thirteen when he hit that one in the water and it, it, yeah. it trickled back? He did it three times with it thirteen. The oh. uh, the the, on the the creek and whatever it is, and he, he was wearing khakis and a stupid hat, and he shit his pants three three shots in a row. The great white shark. They should do the neon poo emoji. Well, like the more you know. The, yeah, yeah. The, the we all know the neon shark. Yeah. So they coming could, out of his hoop. Yeah, he yeah. could have the neon just runny poo. Jesus fuck the great great way sure it was the 1420 sports bar podcast for mirror sports talking a whole lot more 
Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, for beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on uh, your first purchase of any tickets for a, a sporting event, concert, show, whatever it may be at SeatGeek.com today. Dave, uh, earlier on this week, uh, friend not friend of the show he's ever been on our show obviously but flyers coach john tortorella he uh or content provider john tortorella <laughs> he uh he called he said i'm gonna go up in the press box the rest of the season i'm going to sit upstairs and see what's going on with this hockey team that i i uh, signed a three-year deal with and i'm gonna see what's going on from a different view and see how games are and, and watch games and he put rocky thompson ex-western hockey leaguer ex-mess hat tiger ex-calgary flame uh tough guy like tougher than fuck old rocky thompson put him in charge behind the bench uh for a few games and rocky thompson came out yesterday after the first game he was coaching and he flat out said he flat out said we have a lot of guys on this team that don't care they don't look like they want to be here uh he's probably right but saying things like that isn't good for anyone what's your thoughts on that um time and place um the flyers were a bad team on opening day the Flyers are still a bad team um, with four games left, left in the season. And to think that you're going to have a bad team with a hard-ass coach, with hard-ass assistant coaches, wanting to give it their all on game 77, Rocky Thompson, go fuck yourself. Like, you know, that's exactly what I would say if I was a yeah, go fuck yourself. You know, you've been riding our asses all year. We've been, we tried hard. We did have good good stretches, but we're not that good. You know we're not that good. You know, you cannot get blood from a stone. And if I'm getting my ass ridden all year by being a bad hockey team because we don't have good talent, then you can just sit on it and rotate. Like, it's just brutal. Like, especially from an assistant coach. Especially from an assistant coach. You don't think I'm trying today? Wait till you see me on game 78, Rocky. Well, that that's one thing. Like, I, I, t- I took a bit of a different approach, but I, I get what you're saying 100% that, you know, like, when the season's over, the season's over. And they've been out of the playoffs for since basically fucking February. So, like, I, I get it. And it's one of those things. But at the end of the day, it's still their job to put, a, put an effort in and to call these guys out. I don't know how good it's going to turn out because – uh, at the end of the day, these, these guys need jobs, right? Like the, the, the yesterday, they're making a ton of money. And we always bring this, and no matter, and, and, and I saw a little soliloquy here. No matter what we do, you can't not talk about money with the way professional sports is. Like we always try not to, but no matter what, you have to. Like it, it's, it's just the way it is. Like you can't get away from it now. Yeah. No, and 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 and, and I agree with that. I understand what you're saying when you say that, but you know, there's also writing on the wall. 
right? Like, so what are we playing for? Are we playing for jobs next year? Are we playing for pride? Are we playing for whatever? But because, you know, I'm sick and tired of you guys fucking yelling at me. Like, I got one more year here and one more year. I'll, I'll see you in the spring. Don't, like, I'll see you, like, in the fall. I'll be here with training camp, and I'm going to be fit. I'm going to do my job. But if you're going to sit out here and, and call me out for lack of effort, when we got an absolute dog shit organization with a dog shit talent thing, we haven't made the playoffs in years, and you're calling out my effort because we don't have a good, excuse me, a good team here. Go fuck yourself. I know, I, I get it, but at the end of the day, like no matter, like every game that you play in National Hockey League, if you're not a a, a top five guy or top ten guy in not not just per team, but in the league, every game is just an audition because you're trade bait, no matter what. So every game you are you're, you're looking to to make sure you're putting in, in an honest effort to make sure you have a job for not maybe not next week, but next year. And there there are guys who who don't put in efforts and everything else, and they just expect a paycheck. I get what you're saying when guys um they're, they're sick of getting yelled at and they're sick of being uh subject to ridicule on a nightly basis but you know what you know who doesn't get yelled at good hockey players you know who doesn't get yelled at guys who are putting effort in and you know who doesn't get put 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 through the ringer on on uh podcasts and then radio shows guys who put in effort and these guys who who mail it in when they know their team is shitty, you know why your team's shitty? Like you 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 don't sign because like I, I remember years ago, Dave, when when Pronger signed his contract with the Oilers in oh. 4 or 06 sorry he didn't sign a contract and, and he and he didn't he didn't say it but his agent did that Chris Pronger didn't sign a deal with the Edmonton Oilers he signed a deal in the National Hockey League and so when these deals are out there you need to put an effort in every night no matter what and to 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 put to put your feet down and stamp down that somebody yelled at me, fuck you, kid, man. If you suck, fuck you. I'm going to call you out on it because there isn't many jobs in this world if you that you don't get called out on. And these entitled little pricks like Kevin Hayes, he uh, he got 13 minutes. He had two shots on goal, and they, they he's been told that he might get bought out. So I, I put an effort in, like because you owe it to the fans to put an effort in night in night in night out. If John Tortorella, the biggest hard, one of the biggest hard asses in the history of the league, can't stand to uh, stand behind the bench anymore, and can't stand to, to talk to the players anymore, and you're going to have and you're going to have Rocky Thompson talk to the media and tell me I'm not doing going to do my thing. Fuck you. You've checked out, right? That's gonna, a good point. You're going to sit up there and take a shit. And uh, in your private bathroom and eat popcorn and watch me play hockey. Go fuck yourself, head coach. Go fuck yourself, Rocky Thompson. Like, I've always hated the Flyers, too, which is kind of fun to do it this way. And and, and I don't like Tortorella. I think he's an, an I think Tortorella's an ass. He, he's an absolute. He, he's okay for the occasional... Um, uh, quote and and what's he gonna say? Yeah, he's, I, he's, I, I he's, he's he's a content creator all on his own. Correct, you know, and it's content I don't like, but I will watch because it is content, you know. And he has his ring with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know if he deserved it or not. Um, thank Christ it was him as opposed to the Flames. I, I will say that. Um, so uh, lesser of two evils, uh, Torch, you know, good for a quote, but like you know, at the end of the day. You know, I, I as a coach, 
of any team, whether it be 12 year olds or whether it be at the highest level, um, there's a balance between carrot and stick, right? And and a coach like Tortorella seems to be all stick, all stick, you know? And then sooner or later, the players are going to take the stick away and use it on you. And, you know, if you're going to sit down, the, if you're going to sit upstairs and watch me play as head coach from the press box and then and then tell Rocky Thompson to tell me that I'm not trying hard, go get bent. Yeah, it's a bad look on the Flyers for for, for allowing Tortorella to do that. There's no doubt about that. And and like Rocky Thompson, I mean, he's I wouldn't say he's near and dear to my heart, but I'm I, I'm a I'm a Rocky guy. I remember back in 1995, I think it was or 94, when he was fighting in the sports books here in in, in Lethbridge. There's a line brawl. I think he beat up five or six guys. So I, I've kind of been a, a Rocky guy. He was guy. tough as nails. I remember. Well, I've been a Rocky. Like, I remember, he was coming off the ice and he had a a like he got he like honestly he got in three or four fights in 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 one bench clearing brawl and he beat up four guys senseless and the referees were taking him off the ice and he had a ripped up ACDC shirt on and he was fingering the entire crowd the like the double finger to the crowd it was it was entertaining as fuck but that was right out of uh slap shot oh right out of slap shot I mean that those days are, are long gone obviously but uh it's like for for Tortorella and the Flyers to be saying things like that and then and then to make it public and how it goes out like that it's a bad look on Flyers because good luck getting a free agent for for this off season and trying to build to build a team because if you if you're shitty you're shitty and then to 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 start calling players out and that and that's a problem that that you're going to have now and I'll ask you this question Dave like is it or when when are we going to get to the point where uh, because we have a lot uh, it's it's a different it's it's such a different uh, demographic, I guess, or it's a different mentality than what it was 20 years ago. So now you have players and coaches, or, or players who, who became coaches, and then you have coaches now that are a little bit older. But now you have players uh, that are a little more um, sensitive, I guess. When are you going to get to the point where, and what, where, where is the fine line between players and coaches where? That generation is gone. See you later. We're not dealing with the the the, the Sutters and the Tortorellas and then the players who are, are are becoming coaches. When is it going to become this generation of players who like their coaches? That's an excellent question because it's a question. It's, I do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, no, like no, I, 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 I do because um, um, and it's in every sport. Yeah, because like we said so much, uh, uh, like uh, I think hockey specific is is a very good one because like, you know, you have to be at minimum upper middle class to have a kid to even have the opportunity to be discovered and to, and to, and to get that far. And there's parents that are spending a shit ton of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars between the age of 10. Yeah. Between the age of whatever. Sometimes Dave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and and we know, we know this happens. We know people who spend this kind of money and, and it's, if that's the kind of kid that's going to make the NHL and, and they are, they are there and they are talented and they, and they do have their thing. Then when someone calls them to task, like we mentioned before on so many occasions that kids aren't, teammates anymore they play on teams so they're teammates but they have no camaraderie they have no bonding 
they have no like uh, slugging through the regular season anymore. Sure, they have regular season games, but they're more worried about um, when they go to the brick tournament uh, in Nashville, and then they're going to be going to the brick tournament in Las Vegas, and they're, they're going to do this and that, and they're going to play but, with the team from Boston. But Dave, maybe that, like, may, but maybe that's been a thing even before before the entitlement of kids nowadays. Maybe maybe that became more more so of a thing back in 1994, I think when that strike came about, when they when they disclosed what people were making, and when free agency came about, when I'm going to get paid, and if someone wants to pay me, I will go there. Right, so maybe that's been a thing for longer than than, than we thought about. Now that you you make that point, is that maybe players don't play for teams anymore? Yes, they they do get drafted, and yes, they, they, it happens. But in general, uh, there's not many lifers who play for hockey teams. There there isn't, unless you're a generational guy like Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid will probably probably be in there forever. But in general, guys don't last forever. Uh, with her team, like Scott Stevens, he was one of the best ever. He played on three different teams, right? Chris yeah. Pronger, how many teams did he play for? Because like free agency, so may, maybe it's not even an entitlement thing, and maybe it's not a a, a thing where it's because of. But kids. you brought up, you just brought up three old school names, right? Like so, like like new school names, like let's talk about Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, uh, Kel McCarr, Nathan. McKinnon, I, th- I think I right? think though I think those guys will stay forever. I, I do because they're they're generational guys. I because you because you aren't telling those guys what to do. You're not like you're you're just not like if if, if you're like working the, around them. You want those, them those four guys. Well, if 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 something if they're if they're told what to do, uh, uh, that's a little bit off up the wall. Um, they will tell their agent to say, "Hey, Tarts, maybe you should cool it because we'll leave." Right. Well, right? and then Tarts isn't coaching any generational talents anymore, right? Yeah, because guys like aren't going. He hasn't done. Sh- but he hasn't what happens? What up. happens if fucking Bedard ends up there? Right, like it's it, it's 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 an odd it, it's an odd it situation, is a thing, right? And yeah. you know, and that's the thing. I would do it like Bedard if Torch was my coach in Philadelphia. Nope, not going there. Not going there. Yeah, let's we'll have a little, a little talk about this, Mister Tortorella. How things are going to work around here? Yeah, no, like, well, here here's the thing. If he's there. I ain't. I ain't. And he'll get and fired. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's, just, it's, it's a different generation of coaching. Is it's, it's all different. And the other night, Dave, when we were, I was sitting down, uh, having a beverage or two down, down in the in the tavern downstairs there, and uh, the Flames lost in a, a game they shouldn't have lost. We talk a lot of Flames hockey for, <laughs> for, for two guys who. How are, on brand was that? Like for for two guys who who aren't Flames fans, we sure follow the Flames a lot. And uh, my mother was really upset on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor it was Mark. Tuesday night, I think it was, when they lost to the uh, worst team in the, the, the NHL. worst team in the Hockey League, the Chicago Blackhawks, a team that's actually trying to lose hockey games, doesn't want want to win hockey games because of the aforementioned Connor Bedard sweepstakes that are coming about. It's it's and the, the Flames they couldn't help but 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 lose that <laughs> hockey game no matter what. Uh, Nazem Kadri was a like I actually had the game on a little bit. I was watching. I was in and out of it. Like, the Yankee games and other things were on, but. Um, Caudry was awful, and then we you, you sent me a message to to tune tune into uh, Afterburner from the guys who used to be on nine sixty, and they nailed it that those fucking players they sucked, and and to a man that team sucked, and for anybody to think that that team didn't suck, they're delusional, and that was a perfect opportunity for fans and for ownership and for, for management and for the coach to go out and call out players. And I, I saw the next day, 
uh, some highlights that weren't that weren't on TV, but uh, so you you find little different things online where Sutter he looked down at Nazem Kadri like if I could fucking kill you right now I would. But then, like they said, I listened to the same uh, thing you did, and like so, why didn't he staple his ass to the bench? Can't. He put him out. He put him out there to give him give up the game winning goal, right? You can't. Sutter, hard ass coach. You got to earn your ice time, but you fuck up so bad. I'm gonna give you a chance to even fuck us worse, you know. And and so that's what like <laughs> it's. Like we've said before, right? Like I, I do prefer the orders to win over the Flames, and I love to see Flames fail. It's, it's awesome, and I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being a Flames fan because whose fault is it? The players are, the players aren't doing their job. The coach isn't doing his job. The goalie's not doing like nobody. There, there's not one. There's not one finger. To point the GM is trying to do his best, Dave. With that, with that franchise, and I, I think this they're a lot, lost. I think this a, it's it's more teams that that than than not that I actually think it's ownership that actually fucks things up. I yeah. actually believe that right to my fucking soul that ownership has an idea in their head. And when we had Jim and the fan in the van talking about this, these Uber males who've never failed in their life or ne- they've never um, been told no in their life. This is what it is. I have billions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. They're told that they're right by them. So many yes men around them and they're never told that they're fucking wrong. I think ownership fucks up these teams it, 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 to a man more than than most because you 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 don't you don't hire guys and I like seventy five percent of people who who are employed in professional sports I believe probably know what they're doing like I I, I really believe that but they have restraints put on them by owners and not by anybody else it's by owners because they're all fucking billionaires. Right. And no matter what sport it is, maybe unless you're the Tallahassee Tiger Sharks, Sharks of the fucking East Coast Hockey League, all these owners are uber males and they and they the owners fuck things up because GMs don't fuck things up. Owners fuck things up by hiring players who fuck have no experience. And well, he's a good goal. Let's make him a GM. Owners fuck these things up more than anybody. Anybody does. Oh, yeah, and that's why I divorced the orders because Katz was such a jock sniffer, right? He cannot, he cannot, he cannot hire competent staff because he was so worried about catering to the making sure he had the old boy Oilers hanging around him and taking his phone calls. And so, whatever's going around in Calgary, and, and, and I didn't even realize this might be a problem. But um, when these guys on the barn burner talked about it, um, they were saying, like, you know, Treliving, the the GM, who I think has done a hell of a job year after year after year, isn't allowed to pull the trigger on big trades. Ownership. Because of the ownership. He has to run every big trade. He has to run every trade through ownership. And if ownership says no, then he can't do it. I mean, that's a GM. I think I would love that fucker, Brad Trelivings, his name. He can he can take over from Ken Holland any day. And it's every sport. Like it, it's 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 crazy how it happens. We we blame the players, we blame the coach, we blame the GM, we blame blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, it's the fucking owners who 
fuck their they fuck their own teams up and we get so mad but you know what what's more fucked up about this day we keep putting money in the fucking owners pockets the players don't make money off us the fucking the gm don't make money off us the coach don't make money off. we get so mad at all these other all these other entities on our on the pro pro, fran, pro franchises but it's the owners who fuck things up like every every single every single time it's ownership yeah just let me like you're you're hiring me to do a job right and then so like i want to do my job and now when it comes to the biggest decision like uh uh the decision that could mean a legitimate stanley cup in two years or or selling more seats for the playoffs this year you would rather sell more playoff more seats this year than making a move that's going to set us up for a stanley cup two years later it they don't go, make sense, and, and like and fuck you, and you like, like, War, you like Warner sense. said the other night, Rhett Warner, their ex NHL guy, he goes, they haven't had anything in in that city since two thousand and four, right? It's because they make the playoffs, make the playoffs, make the because they fell in, they they fell into yeah. a goalie and Kiprasov, and yeah, they had they had they had a game there, but without without Kiprasov, they don't do fuck all, and, and 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 every team has that where if you think and and I've said this, I have said this. For a thousand years, well, forty-eight. If you think show me a good goalie, no, no. If you think oh. <laughs> if if you think your team's close, you're probably not. When you know your team is, is 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 close, then you are. But if you think you are, where you're a player away or player away, you need need this guy or that guy. You don't fucking know. Just I I say it all the time as well. Intellectual honesty, right? Like just be honest with what you got in front of you, right? And and if you're not gonna finish 16th, where do you draft? 16th. So 16th. Then, then then you get fucking Dave Van Robes playing left wing because you're the first overall draft pick next year. Hooray! Right on. So we got another, another plug out here. Right on. Good. And it's you know I I'm so glad I'm not a Flames fan because you got a head coach that refuses to play young talent, even though they've had proven veterans that are just proving themselves to be absolute trash out there. And, 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 and what do you, and, and, and he's not doing anything to show that he's the innovative Stanley cup winning, possibly hall of fame coach. He is because he's so stubborn that he won't play young talent. But like Dave, how many Kate, times? No, no, I, I, I think you're half-assed wrong on that. Like, not, you're not 100. You're half-assed wrong on that situation because when you have ownership and, and that that says we gave this guy six million bucks, you have to play him. You have to, you have to play him because if you're playing Jacob Pelche or fucking Jake Winners or whoever the fuck, no matter what sport it is, if you're playing a guy who makes 300 grand and there's a guy making six and a half million bucks or 30 million bucks on the bench and we lose cuz cuz that guy isn't, isn't playing that that's on you coach it's on the fucking players to do this cuz I, I think the coaches i i think the coaches fucking hands are tied behind their back more, more than we really believe i think ownership comes back and says you have to play this guy if you don't play this guy you don't have a job tomorrow it's interesting i'd love to know what goes on behind the scenes because Daryl Sider even back in the day he like that's his thing. He doesn't trust rookies. He, he he it doesn't matter. Like his first time with the Flames, with the with the Kings, um, he doesn't. He's not big on young talent. And this year with the Flames, um, he's it, it, shown that he doesn't want to. 
He disres not only does he not want to play young disrespect talent, the Pelsher he'll kid, disrespect yeah. young, young young talent. And and the the Flames farm team is according to their record, a really good fucking They're rolling, team. yeah. And they play in the same city. They play in Calgary. So there's no excuses about well, you know, yeah. travel and shit like that. Like there's no, there's I, no I, 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 that I, that franchise is a fucking mess. And whoever like I actually Hope they make the playoffs because whoever that number one seed is, is just licking their chops. And like I said, would you rather a couple of weeks ago, would you rather make the playoffs and get curb stomped or would you rather miss? I'd the rather miss are, the situation. The flames are going to find out because they're going to get curb stomped. By yeah, it's crazy. Like they had, they had such a shitty game on fucking on Tuesday night. And then M- Margaret, she, uh, I feel so bad for her because she's been a flames fan forever. And she, she was this, and she swore in, she actually swore in her text message, which was odd for, for Margaret to, to and that, do. And that's HIT? Uh, no, there was a, there was a, uh, no, there was an F U C K in there. And she said, This franchise will never get any better until they get a, a new new ownership and a new building. And she's 100 percent right. 100 percent right. Because you're not gonna get guys to go and play in that in that shithole building that's fucking dick old and decrepit, survive two floods, ownership decides who plays when and who plays where it's a mess i and i think there's a lot a lot because we're we're so close to calgary dave i think there's a lot of franchises that we that if we went and did a deep dive on that that actually have the exact same thing going on i think ownership are just padding pockets and then and they they could care less because like we said before right now right now and actually last time was i'm brutally honest sports with aaron there's now, I had it down to ten teams, and he went to eleven teams that aren't winning. Uh, uh getting getting the playoffs in in baseball. You, they were talking on 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 sports radio today in uh, Toronto. No, it's Vancouver. It doesn't matter where it was, but they were talking about what team might make the make the NHL playoffs next year that's not in this year. They're like, uh, probably it'd be the exact same thing. You know, and, you know, and that's right. clicks. You know, and that's why we're here on Bob Podcast too, because everybody has an opinion. I mean, you got to be the first to predict it, and that no, way, but it's, it's but, it, but if you think about it, it's well, what happens if Columbus gets uh, Bedard, right? With Goudreau and Bedard, like that's get a war of an, three. Yeah, that's an that's that's an attractive proposition. I don't know, like and and. And, and you know, and, and I don't know. Like it, it's so hard. But when you see a team like Calgary, who has absolutely no fucking clue what they're doing, their their record against the top ten teams is the same as the record against the bottom ten teams. It's crazy. They, Actually they crazy. Like, Chicago's the worst team in the league, and Calgary went zero and three. Zero two and one. No, lost, yeah, lost lost all three games. Yeah, if they it, win those it, three, it, they're in a playoff spot. They're in the playoffs. Right, like it's this the like Calgary's one of the weirdest teams I've ever seen in my life this year. It's 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 really remarkable because you can't point the finger at anybody that's doing their job. The, 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 everybody's doing their job. The sum is coach, bigger than the, the, the whole of its parts. It's crazy there. It's it's well, the sum is less than the, less like, less it, yeah yeah it's, less than its parts because on paper that team should be making the playoffs. 
10 times out of 10. Yeah, it's 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 actually crazy. That's all turned out. Like, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's. But that's why you play the games, right? And you can't figure yeah. it out. And I thought Russell Wilson was going to do good with the Denver Broncos last year. What's this I read about uh, John Elway's out, uh, out of job? Well, he's not out of job. He, he stepped away. The fucker's 65 now, 67. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, oh, he it was, it was, it was oh, amicable no. split. Oh. oh yeah, totally. Like, yeah, he was like he like um when so how fucking adamant you are about John Elway, eh? Like don't fuck. Yeah, don't be smirched the horse. I'm not be smirching. I was just asking, but you got very defensive for some reason. Well, yeah, he wasn't asked to leave. It was like this was uh the natural progression of his uh service oh, to the, uh, sure? the Denver Bronco. Well, that's how I'm taking it, and that's how I've read it. And and if you if you can prove me different, let me know. I would never, if I was a legend of a team, um, I would never, ever, ever take any kind of anything with that team after I was done. Never. Any management role, nothing. Because uh, when it goes sideways, I don't want to, I don't want to have my, my name going down the tubes because all you have is all you have, right? This is it. I can't get any better. I am, I've won Super Bowls, I've won World Series, I've won Stanley Cups. The only thing that can happen from that point on is going downhill. Do not take a job in any way, shape, or form in any franchise if you're a legend of that team. John, None. John Elway took the Denver Broncos to five Super Bowls. He lost three, he won two. The last game he ever played was a Super Bowl MVP. He came back as GM, and he won a Super Bowl as a GM. So that's now six. Oh, and actually seven. He he brought him, and, and the Broncos fucked it up. So he's been a part either as a starting quarterback or GM of seven Super Bowls, and he's won three of them. I think that's all right. I don't know, man. He's lost Fuck. one. He's won. Getting there ain't no it ain't easy. And and there is some blood on the hands right now with that franchise with him. What do you mean? Well, is he part of the Russell Wilson thing? Um, well, he was involved. But <laughs> like like, like Charlie Char like Charlie Manson's involved with the fucking the, the Tate Love Bianca murders. Didn't kill anybody, oh. but he's part of it. Stop it. He's part he's of it. Fine. Yeah, he was there, but like who knew what there's like I don't know. Like um <laughs> if he had like, I like this, how you're 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 no, no, uh, you're no, like no, you're no, fucking no. Johnny Cochran in this fucking law this lawyer speak no, right no, now. No, I, like it, it depends. Like the <laughs> I'm more I'm more annoyed at the Nathaniel Hackett hire than I am about the Russell Wilson signing. Oh. So whoever had if he had a big hand in Nathaniel Hackett, yes, I am mad at him for that. But I'm not gonna ever be smirch a man. Who is responsible for a franchise being in eight Super Bowls and winning three of them? But if you but if you end on a high note, that's the best thing you can do. Don't because no matter what, because there there there's a lot of Bronco fans right now who never seen him play, right? So all they know is this. That's not my problem. But that, that's what sports is, Dave. Like it's it's, it's yeah. But we're talking about me. We're not talking about Joe Blow. Oh, it's all it's all about Dave. Anyways, the well, fourteen twenty about me. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. 
Board Beer Sports talking a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by uh, SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app for 20 bucks off your first purchase of any tickets to a show, concert, or game today. Dave? It's not like like 1420 like Brenton ever be bought 1420, Dave. Like if you want to talk to all those other fucking people, go right the fucking head. Like I'll I'll find some message boards for you. <laughs> don't don't get all up in my grill. I'm not up while. in your grill. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Number seven is with the Bronco Orange, right? So don't don't get mad. Like I don't shit on Jeter all the time. I shit on Jeter right now. Actually, to be honest with you. Well, I haven't shit on Jeter for a while since I did that come to Jesus. Uh, since I did the come to Jeter moment. Come to Jeter. <laughs> Jesus Jeter. It's Easter Sunday, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Rucket Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Rucket Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rucket Sports. Rucket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's one four two zero R U K K for ten percent off at checkout. When you purchase a rocket, come to win. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Beer Sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420ESCAPED and Manscaped.com for all of your men's personal grooming needs today. Geez Day between uh, Manscaped and Caldera, you're going to have the perfect looking man with all the uh, getting guys pretty and everything else. You don't need high def tel- television to make us look good. Oh, I didn't realize we became so metrosexual in our old age, but you know what? Whatever wakes a fucking clock tick. There we go. Uh, Dave, I got three. Would you rather spend this uh, show off tonight? Uh, here it is. Would you rather go to a Fleetwood Mac concert or miss a Motley Crue concert? I've. No, oh, that's tough. Because uh, well, Christine McVeigh died just a little bit ago, so I'm not seeing the original um, Fleetwood Mac group anymore i saw uh bonnie crew about oh shit must have been about 10 years ago and vince neil could not have been lazier and mick mars is just a well he there's a there's a lawsuit going on there right now with them but yeah whatever the fuck like you know the only one that had any energy on the entire stage was tommy lee um i would go to Knowing what I'm going to be missing in Motley Crue, give me Fleetwood Mac. I'll take those 70 year olds over the 60 year olds. So they're Motley Crue. oh, if they're they're put those Motley Crue boys are pushing 70 now, right? Like yeah, yeah, like there it was like Vince Neil, fat Vince Neil, like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I saw he them was, on their their, he, their second has, incarnation of their their uh, their farewell tour in Calgary in 2015, I think it was, and it weren't good. 
It's a good thing Vince Neal doesn't have Rocky Thompson as an assistant coach. Be calling him out on it, yeah. <laughs> he was literally sitting on the speaker, like on Shout of the Devil, shout. And oh, he was, was sitting terrible. on the speaker. Yeah, it was terrible. And then, then the uh, somehow Home Sweet Home, they ended up right behind me at the on the the sound box thing when I was sitting on the floor. There was it was like I went because I went whatever whatever. I was in Calgary working, so I thought I'd go. Same, same. Like you know, it's Miley Crew. Yeah. I'm gonna see him once, and I yeah. never saw him when they were good. But yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I I I wouldn't spend a dollar on on Stevie Nicks. Well, not you asked, if, if, it's no, if, if, or, right? If, 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 if you had uh, Lindsey Buckingham, and he uh, you would guarantee me that they would play Secondhand News and Holiday Road. I'm 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 all over that Fleetwood Mac concert. I love those two songs. Holiday Road is one of my that that's one of those songs I just absolutely dig because man. of vacation because no because it, 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 it just puts a smile on my face. Well, good. Like I'm good. Like and I don't mean that yeah. in, in any kind of dismissive way. Because there's actually a oh you've seen Holiday actually you, you may yeah, you may have seen them that the, the, there's a cover band out of the hat medicine hat called Mahoney. And oh yeah, they, I I've listened to them. Like, and been, they're they're fantastic. They, one guy's really a, good. Yeah, one guy's a flat earther and an anti vaxxer and whatever else. So they kind of lost their luster a little bit, but they uh, that was one of their go to songs was Holiday Road. This was like 10, 12 years ago, and I I I love that tune. I I I forgot how much I liked that tune until I heard them sing it. Yeah, it's I think it's fantastic. But anyways, and I don't love that song. It's never. It's not on my playlist. It's not any. Give it a shot tomorrow morning when you're when you're driving to Montana tomorrow. Give it a shot. I'm telling you, holiday holiday road. You're going on a holiday down the road. Perfect. You know what? I own Fleetwood Mac. I, I own a couple Fleetwood Mac albums, and I own Fleetwood Mac greatest hits. And holiday holiday road isn't on it even because it's just Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, so I got to do just Lindsey Buckingham. Well, just you don't you don't have to buy you don't just. Fucking hit Google and YouTube. It's there, man. Uh, would you rather ride a bull in a rodeo or jump off the Golden Gate Bridge? Like when we say jump off, like if I jump off the bridge, I die, right? Like or no, you jump. can swim. Like I'm not saying that it's, it's no, you die. I don't think you do. We will put the safety precautions there to you will have the same. Okay, you'll have the same risk factor involved living and dying as you do riding a bull oh then i'm riding the bull because if you jump off the bridge you die like you got you no, I, I, i'm just saying we're putting this the, the same safety factors in that you okay. have i i'm a bit of an adrenaline rush guy and i dig that kind of shit and i wouldn't mind being on a bull i was like yeah so the, yeah put put a put a full cage on my head in the flak jacket and I'll and I'll give my two point five seconds on that bull. Two point five. That's it. Oh, I'll be scared as hell, and like, and I like that. I I like being scared, and then just like go. What, what was that? Uh, Cody. Cody. Was it Cody? Bull, bull rider. No, the one who in that that bull bodacious that used to whip his head around. That was mesmerizing to watch. Are we talking about eight seconds? Are we talking about that one? Yeah, like I think I think seconds? so. Yeah. With Lane Forrest or whatever the Lane fuck Frost. Lane Frost. We could be, we're probably 100% wrong, but I remember and that I bull, bull watching that. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Like I, I, I used to like, 
Man, when when those guys you jump on those bulls, you're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, Jesus, fuck me. And those bull riders, as, as a general rule, pretty tiny guys, eh? Yeah, like five eight because they, they're they're smaller guys because you want you want yeah. the bull to bounce them around a little bit and they, you can they, hold they, like gymnast. Yeah, if you're too heavy, the bull can't jump as much. I mean, I, I think. Well, I no, but if you're too heavy, then your limbs start going like just like the, uh, the physics of it. Yeah. But if you're if you're littler, you're stronger. Like it's kind of like more gymnast. No, I I think it's like, fucking crazy. Like the way that put me on the bill on the bull because like you're jumping off the the Gold Gate Bridge. People die. You die. Well, I, I, but, but like I said, we, we would put the same safety precautions inside. You die. You jump on a bull, you could die. No, but if you jump, I, like if you jump I would, off the, yeah, if, if, if I you had, jump if off I the had unlimited money, bridge, Dave, I would put the same, the same risk, risk factor. Okay. In this situation, what I'm saying, I, I Dave, I would not want to see you die. Choose this. Well, if you jump on a bull, you could die. No, but if I jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, I die. I but the same, I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would put the same risk factor, safety implications in place to make sure that uh, jumping on a bull and jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge would be the same. Okay, I, I look after you, man. It's bull. it's all about you. Bull, bull, Still bull. Last one. Would you rather go to? A Raider go to a football a Super Bowl and watch the Raiders win or watch the Broncos lose live. Oh you know what? That's an excellent question. Because it's 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 all about the lead up and then you know what? Um but you're staying the whole thing, you can't leave. I I understand. So I'm coming there. I'm going to do the pregame. I'm going to do that. Yeah, you know what? I would rather go and see the Raiders win than watch the Broncos lose. Because um, I don't care. I'm there as a tourist. I'm there to watch shit. I'm there to enjoy the moment. I'm there to say I went to a Super Bowl. But if it was the Broncos that lost the game, uh, I can't wallow i can't i can't just say fuck it and take my dog for a walk (laughs) and 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 decompress like how do i decompress like by the time the game like especially if it was the last second loss it's it's like from the last second loss to me being at a place where i can properly decompress yeah we're talking like an hour and 45 minutes and I don't, I, I can't, I don't, I can't handle that because I'm an adult and I've gone through shittier things in my team winning a or losing a football game. But I would rather watch them lose from home. Uh, yeah, you know, without a doubt, without a doubt, I would want, I would rather watch the Oakland, uh, Oakland, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders yeah. win this. That's why ball. I just say Raiders now and Chargers. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mix in whatever town they might be from. I'd rather watch them win a uh, Super Bowl than uh, live than watch the Broncos lose a Super Bowl live. Yeah, sure. it's crazy how that fucking it's it's it, it's yeah how it, it gets people into people, especially like sports people. How it gets in your head a lot. Uh, Deanne's mom Helen was here last night. And I was asking her. How uh, 
her husband peter leafs leafs fan through and through like hardcore he like just like he he, he gets so nerved up he doesn't even watch anymore right now because he's so nerved up about the playoffs already and that's that's that can't be fun like to be that like i you want your team to win so much you don't even watch like that's, did you ask him the question? Like, would you rather Game Seven be in Toronto or? Ah, uh, we'll. I'll see. The, talk I'll see, to the I'll, I'll talk, talk to them to the on. Mo- we're gonna yeah. go. We're we're going there on Monday for Easter Monday because that's a thing apparently. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk to them a little bit. I'll I'll ask him. I said, would you rather like where where would you rather have Game Seven at home or or on the road? All right, and yeah, it's it's. It's it's an odd situation, and what's funny, David? We talk with I, I don't know if I talk with these to you this, but uh, or this to you, but Deanne, she goes the stuff you guys talk about overdrive ripping you guys off because the next day after we talked about it on Monday, I think it was about the Leafs being at home. They were talking about it on on Tuesday about opening at home or on the road. It's just it's, it's uh we're 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 we're, we're groundbreaking news here, fourteen twenty men. Yeah, we just don't have the audience. Like, like you know, I, I I see TSN and Rogers and 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 Bell all cutting. Uh, they're 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 laying people off all over the place. So you know what? Well, it's kind of guys know. like us. Well, I don't know how much you're paying them, but you know, if you want to throw a couple of shekels, a couple of shekels our way, Mike, we greatly appreciate it. <laughs> we're, we're we're not gonna we're not we're not a lay down here. Like I'm not I'm not telling you we're a cheap date, yeah. but you know what? We're we're more uh, Wendy's in the keg. Yeah, yeah. And Budweiser, Anheuser Busch, like, come on. Did fuckers. you see that? You know, we've been fucking drinking idiot Bud and Bud Light. Fucking, yeah. What the fuck? What I'm a fucking about, idiot. Sorry, Hit, go ahead. Kid Rock, like, blowing apart fucking beer. Like, fuck because you. Because Bud Light is supportive of transgender rights. Like, like, what a, summer, like, like whatever. Like, whatever. Believe what you want, but you. No more Bud Light at my concerts. Prove it. Fuck. So every oh. time there's a fucking concert, you aren't making any money on that. Every time there's something goes on, you aren't making money on that. You know what? And you know, Anheuser Busch sponsored this stadium. No, we can't sell anything out outside the Anheuser Busch. You so aren't playing your, here. You aren't playing. No, here. no. Have your concert, but now you owe us uh, eight hundred thousand dollars for lost liquor sales. What a fucking idiot! Because we're not allowed to sell anything but this beer. Yeah, well, it, we, 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 I don't want to get political at the end of it, but it's fucking insane. We, we'll talk about it off yes. here, but stop it. But anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers first talking a whole lot more. Uh, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself on this Easter weekend. Uh, I don't even know where we're going. This. Can we stick on the ice and what else? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. There we go. Have a weekend, folks. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday night. Enjoy the long weekend, everybody.